Again, for another movie review. This is Sure It'll Be Grand with two Irish Egypts giving you their two Irish Egypt opinions. I'm not sure where I got this voice from, but here we are. Is it your. It's a, is, is Pascal Sheehy RTE News hosting this week? What's going on? <laughs> it does sound a little bit You're, like that. This is not the news episode. No, it's not. I'm, I'm practicing for the okay, new schedule because that's right. the most important well, show we do now. I hope. This stuff doesn't matter anymore, you know? No, not at all. Especially, no, no, especially not. not this week. <laughs> Woo! Hey, uh, Owen loved the movie this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week's movie was Short Circuit Does 2. Do, it's like it's, it does, it's not actually called Short Circuit Does 2. It's just Short Circuit 2. Just to be clear. Um, but yeah, uh, Owen has a very confused face, which I imagine uh, is very similar to everyone else's face. But yes, it's Short Circuit 2. Uh, an odd one. I think it's the first where we have reviewed a sequel uh, when we haven't watched the first movie. You have seen the first movie, I assume. Yes, but not us as a podcast entity has oh. watched... The no, first movie, like I have never seen Short Circuit one. Yeah. Never seen this one. I think prior to watching this, in my head, for many years up until uh, I guess this week when we watched this movie, I think I thought this robot thing from this one was from was also in Weird Science somehow. I can I, see I think that. they were. I just they were. Oh, they're, they're, that's the same. That's they're the, that's one movie, but nope. Yeah, it's it's like an eighties thing, you know. I mean, that's that was kind of an eighties thing in general. A lot of mascotty characters, like E.T., Flight of the uh, Navigator, and like even like Harry and the Hendersons. Like the eighties loved just taking some random thing yeah. and says, "Hey, look at this. This oh. is this is our weird little friend here." Oh, <laughs> bad. Um, you don't like? Oh, you don't like E.T., do you? I don't like E.T. at all. Like, are you one of the people that's scared of IT or creeps you really ET, badly out? Yeah, man, he looks like a fucking. I don't want to say what he looks like, but he looks awful. He scared me when I was a kid. He's so creepy yeah. and weird. And if I was the kids in that movie and found him, I probably would have murdered him. I just would have beat him to death and left him in a ditch. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure psychologists um, on species would have a lot to say about that um, as a response. Uh, but you're not the first person to say that i have a lot of friends who um are terrified um i i knew a girl once who like literally would have like almost a panic attack when she saw him in a video or something which is i don't know it's it's strange et seems like a nice little dude that just wants to call home and he want to murder him on sight creepy i'm just saying dude i'm just saying to when... <laughs> probably kidnap children look i'm just saying if aliens ever make contacts with us, we have a lot of movies to explain to them. Is it? Look, look, dude, if we were they in a make, bad place. If they make contact and they look like ET, they can go. They can go home. I will let them. They can leave. I don't know the one to say. Yeah, yeah. Don't come down. No, no, no. We, no, we, we, you know what? No. I'll call for you, ET. I will make the phone call and send you home because you're not staying in my house. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that moment in human history. 
imagine. But yeah, um, so it's an 80s movie. Uh, and let's get into like who was involved. So director-wise uh, was Kenneth Johnson. He's mostly known for The Bionic Woman, Curse of Dracula, Stop Susan Williams, and uh, V. Do you remember the V series of the aliens that Whoa, come to Earth that look humans? Ah, both. He, he was involved in 1984 one and the 2009 one. Oh, I remember. I re- like. I haven't seen the original V. I remember yeah. the 2009 one releasing and it being like a big deal for, I'd say, a total of about two weeks and then everybody stopped watching it. Yeah, I remember people got really into it for those two weeks. It was like, I think it was around the time of Lost. So I think, oh my God, there's going to be one of those big things again. It's going to be massive. And it's like, no. No. Yeah. It's a shame because I actually I like the premise a lot, but you know, here we are. Writer-wise, it's S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock, who have worked together on one of your favorite movies, uh, Wild Wild West. Oh, you love yeah. that movie, don't you? <laughs> Fucking let's go, baby! Yeah. yeah, they they also worked on Tremors. Do you, do you want to ask me? Tremors. Oh, Tremor. Yeah. What? You can ask ask again which one. Which Tremors? Ah, both of them, 1990 and 2003. Oh, I thought and you meant because there's like, isn't there like 12 Tremor movies? Yeah, but I think like a, like a first movie in the series, you, like, I don't know. You know the uh, the guy screaming, what the hell is going on? That we use every yeah. week in our podcast, that's from Tremors. Yeah. Oh, there we go. It's Kevin yeah. Bacon in the original Tremors. There we go. We must actually maybe watch that movie if we keep using that sound bit. <laughs> sure. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not even sure if I've watched I'd say I probably have. And then a movie called Batteries Not Included. I the know movie, that. Yeah, um, I do too. It scratched something in my mind, but um, I didn't dig too deep. Uh, the movie was uh, shot in Toronto. Um, interesting fact. Where was the movie set? The, this one. Short yes. Circuit 2. Nobody fucking knows. Okay. No, I ha- no this that's an actual answer. I know yes. this. I do know yes. this. Okay. I, have, I okay. did you, see this somewhere. You actually did research. You had I did. enough love for this movie. No, I did, like, uh, while we were watching, I was reading the trivia on it. Because <laughs> you wanted to look at something else yeah, for the movie. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so I, I do know that the correct answer is nobody fucking knows. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's look, uh, so obviously while they're driving and they get into the direction from the fridge... We get like New York uh, streets mentioned to us and locations. But Johnny Five also mentions a place in Toronto, like saying, oh, it's, it's coming off there. And one of the pamphlets is like a city pamphlet. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. It's really, really weird. So I feel like there's a part of them that decided, yeah, this movie is going to be Toronto. And they went later on, and, actually, you need to do it like in New York. It'll sell better. And maybe they just mashed them together, or maybe they just didn't think. They just about didn't it. think about it too much, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. They didn't think about a lot of like continuity things, but from the first one to the second one either. But maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Um, the budget was about fifteen million. Um, didn't make a lot of money back. Uh, gross worldwide was about twenty-one and a half million, which is not exactly fantastic. Um. So we never got that sequel that was promised as well. There was a sequel, I think, in about 2008 or something, or 2002, where they were 
like a little boy found uh, Johnny Five and was like they were going to make a story about a boy and a robot, which is you know kind of a ageless sort of story anyway. Um, cast wise, okay, so I suppose we have to uh, get the big one out of the way. Um, mm. and Ben, the character Ben Javeri uh, was played by Fisher Stevens. To great surprise of both Owen and I, we found out that it was Brownface. Uh, he was not of Indian descent or Indian in general. He, he self-described himself as a white Jewish kid from New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously, this is not cool. Interestingly, um, I suppose many people in India... Um, thought he was actually an Indian man, and actually a Bollywood actor called Javed Jaffrey, because they had like the same beard and they had the same round glasses, and there was actually a lot of confusion until Javed Jaffrey went, "Yeah, no, that that wasn't me." Um, yeah, I mean, look, obviously this is not acceptable. Um, if it, ha- I think it have happened today, it wouldn't even make it to the screens. I suppose there have been a few things. Adam Sanders' movie there a few years ago had some racial stuff there going on. I think the only one I've known in recent um, times was um, Tropic Thunder, but that was taken the piss out of blackface. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, um, it's not cool. And they actually had a um, comedian, Aziz Ansari. Um, most people already know from Perks and Rack. Or um, from the uh, controversial other things. Oh, go on. Sexual harassment allegations. Okay, right. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and say what happened here. But they he had a talk with Fisher Stevens and... As he mentioned, how he hated this character because obviously it was a, quite a buffoonery version of an Indian man, and it was again it was brown face. It was disrespectful to people there, and you know obviously Fisher Stevens has since said looking back saying like he would never do such a thing again, and he has great regret over it. But I suppose the eighties were a bit strange. I mean, I was when I was researching this um, episode. There was a show. There was a movie called The Toy, which was where a rich family went to like a toy store, a father and son, and this father said, "You can pick out anything you want," and the kid picked out uh, the black janitor that made him laugh, which is, you know, that's a choice, and I suppose that's that's how the 80s did a lot of this kind of not great thing. And I know there's people out there who say, oh, oh, culture, acting is acting, people can play wherever they want. But when you have actors out there of those ethnicities and races, get them in there. Let, like, let them perform and work. And also don't take the piss on because it was a caricature. Like As much as people might like Ben Javeri, the character, it was like a nerdy stereotype of an Indian man. Yeah, 
It was. And as much as he says yeah. he wouldn't do it again, he did it twice. Yeah, that's true. It's not like he d- they did the first movie. And I think their excuse or the director or one of them was that like they had cast, he wasn't supposed to be originally in the script. The character of Bane wasn't Indian. So they had cast Fisher Stevens. And then when they started filming, Fisher Stevens thought it was funny if he was Indian. Um, and they just went with it and were like, well, it's too late to cast somebody else now. Not an excuse either. There's no excuse, really. Yeah. It's just it's just not acceptable. It shouldn't have been done then, and it, yeah. it shouldn't ever be done. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, But yeah, look, we said we'll obviously talk about it because it's one of those elephants in the room that you don't want to um, ignore. Uh, other actors um, in this, uh, Michael McKean, um, who played Fred Ritter, he was is this is Spinal Tap, Mighty Wind, Clue, and Better Call Saul. And I researched this for you. Uh, he played Perry White in Smallville. I really thought you were going to say something about Star Trek. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I saw I saw Smallville. I'll put up it now. I have to mention this. What <laughs> he's doing Star Trek already? Oh, so he was Perry in. Uh, wait, who, who, which character in this movie is this? Uh, it's the guy who was selling the watch at the oh, beginning. The who guy. Buys in the... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like Smallville. Yeah, you do. I do. Um, <laughs> uh, then we have Tim Blaney, uh, who voiced Johnny Five. He has also voiced uh, Frank the Pogue, um, various uh, Muppet projects, and just because it's a game we talked about just the other day. Uh, the Elder Scrolls, he uh, voices the male Argonians and a character called Usha in the Dragonborn DLC. Uh, there's some interesting stuff. Um, he wasn't originally meant to voice Johnny Five. He was meant to... Um, he was just... He was, a, he was a puppeteer who was voicing the lines so it was easier for people to react to. But over time, like the cast just couldn't think of Johnny Five sound like anyone else, so they never dubbed it over and just kept his voice. Which I kind of like, you know? Um, yeah, uh, then we have Cynthia Gibb, uh, who played uh, Sandy, the woman at the toy shop or toy company or whatever she was doing. The law offices for this toy shop. Um, <laughs> and she, she was in Fame, Salvador, uh, Gypsy, and Death Warrant. And then, I suppose, a villain of the piece in some ways, Jack Weston, who played Oscar, the crooked banker, who did Dirty Dancing, Wait Until Dark, Cactus Flower, and The Ritz. And this was his last movie before he retired. Oh, so there you go. What a high note to end on, huh, pal? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was... Do you think that was a um, I, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen sort yeah, of situation? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think you don't really do much to be fair in it, you know. But yeah, um, that's it. Um, shall we get into talking about the movie? I mean, what the hell is going on? Right, uh, Johnny Five basically comes to New York or Toronto or wherever um, city-like place. Um, so. Um, Fisher Stevens is in the big city um, as Ben Javeri, and he's selling little, you know, toy versions of Johnny Five. He's an engineer who helped Johnny Five escape before in the previous movie. 
and he's just trying to make it big. And he's in the city for the last two days. And he meets this girl from a shop that says, hey, if you can send me a thousand of these, I can give you a check for 50 grand. And this basically is con man fella uh, who is um, next to him uh, says, yeah, I, I can sort out, you know, we can build this thing up. And, you know, he, he finds a factory that's meant to be uh, destroyed in the next month. And, you know, they, they get homeless people who work there and all this kind of stuff is happening. And eventually uh, he realizes, look, we can't do this by ourselves. And he calls for his friend, Johnny Five, to be sent to New York. Or he asks his friends to help, and they sent Johnny Five. And this is Johnny Five in the city. They, they try to keep a, um, it secret from him that he's in the city because Johnny Five loves input. He loves reading stuff. He loves seeing stuff. Uh, that's his like, favorite thing to do. And you know what? He had a 500 megabyte upgrade on his memory um, in this movie. He mentions that, which is, again, I always love looking back at technology, what we have now. And there's this sentient robot who has 500 megabytes. And it's like, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Do you like that kind of trope? Or I, I suppose it's not a trope. It's a retroactive trope. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's always funny when it pops up in like an older movie and they're like, this floppy, this three megabyte floppy disk contains all the nuclear codes of the whole world. And you're like, wow, <laughs> that's insane. It's a floppy disk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's a whole generation of people who have actually never seen a floppy disk, except as a safe icon at this stage. Yeah, and now it's not even that anymore. Have they changed it? The save? There's no save icon anymore. It's just, you just, like, on Microsoft Office and stuff, you just click, it's like file save. There's no, like, oh. save thing, as far as I know. Oh, rip, I suppose. You know, RIP, save icon. Control S that, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. At the same, okay, so as Johnny Five is in New York, Toronto, uh, we see... A guy show up once, and it's just like this super rich dude with suitcase who wants to store his diamonds. We then find out that Oscar and like Oscar works at the bank. He's he. I'm not sure who he is at the bank. I guess he's like a like the second rung down because the guy who's in charge of the bank is really shit towards him. This is Oscar's the old the old guy that he meets on the street. Yeah, I don't know what his story is. <laughs> I don't know who he is or what's yeah. happening at all. <laughs> the, he, yeah. I don't know because um, he seems like a nice guy, and then but then he isn't, and I don't know. No, then he isn't because he's paid a couple of people to basically dig through underneath the road and dig into the bank and steal the diamonds. That's pretty much it, and like you know. Like I've I've I looked into this movie, I researched it, I watched it, and I realize now as I'm talking, there isn't much plot beyond this. Most of the plot is Johnny Five kind of breaking out of the little factory they have, getting lost in the streets. Like first time he comes back, he's covered in graffiti after like helping out a gang steal a whole bunch of like street like car stereos, and you know we we kind of learned that. Oh yeah, Johnny Five is naive, and he doesn't know who's good and who's bad, which is still a bit weird because I mean, he started his life running from like a company that was all about military stuff, 
You know, like he knows there's bad people. I, I, and he, I does don't he? know why. I, I he, assume you're referencing he, the first movie. Yeah, he, I referenced like because he was so Johnny Five was made by like this company that basically sold technology to the army, and Johnny Five was a bunch of a whole set of um, I think they're called uh, saints or angels, and they're just all these robots who are super intelligent, but they all you know only listen to the commands, and Johnny Five gets electrocuted by like lightning or something and he becomes sentient he becomes self-thinking and all this kind of stuff with 500 megabytes fuck no, yeah no 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 he didn't have 500 megabytes back then oh no no yeah it have been a, megabyte a me. upgrade hey, there was DLC for Johnny Five alright yeah they, yeah they patched him <laughs> they patched him yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and like if you, like in the original movie, he had lasers and everything in this thing, but he's like, no, I don't like killing, and I don't want that. So in this movie, he has like a grappling hook, which is an interesting choice to uh, attach to yourself, and a paraglider. He has a what? Like he has a paraglider. He does. Do you not remember that? Okay, you missed a few scenes, right? At one stage. Uh, like he, like the, um, what's his face? Fred Ritter, the, the con man dude, brings him to, I believe, the bank or the toy company. And he's trying to sell Johnny Five to them. Okay, and I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, scene. yeah. yeah he, he's in the skyscraper and like Johnny goes like, what? Well, not the what the fuck. But he was like, what are you doing? You can't do this. I'm Johnny Five. You can't sell. And he reverses out and crashes out the skyscraper. And he gets his paraglider out. No, I don't remember down. that bit at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. that happens. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, I suppose Johnny has a new upgrade as well. Uh, his remote control, which is the thing he has in his head, which lets him tap apparently into a lot of things that I didn't know were remote controlled. Do whatever the fuck he wants. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Fuck I Johnny mean, Vi just controls technology. Whatever, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it was at that stage where you stopped asking, like, wait, how is that possible? <laughs> uh, I love that, that scene where he's like, he's, well, I don't love the scene because it's very emotional, but it's when he's beaten down in the street and he remote controls for airplanes, like the toy airplanes he's seen in the park like a little while ago. Mm. And they, he controls them all the way to attack the people who are attacking him. And there's just a part of me, like, after everything I've seen in that movie so far, but wait a second, that doesn't make sense. Like, how would he be able to guide the airplanes? No, 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 you, you, know? you didn't say it that succinctly. What you said, what you exclaimed in the moment was, he doesn't know how they're going where. Yes, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I did say that. Um, thank how, you. How they planes go where? Johnny no, don't know. <laughs> I, I think I was tired. I think I was, because... Here's a fun fact. Um, I watched this movie originally in German. I think I've watched it mostly only in German. I think this might have been the first or second time I've watched it in English. <laughs> so maybe I was just regressing into like, oh, I have no English left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like the, the the little remote control thing that he has and all the new gadgets and whatever, it's kind of just, this is what I mentioned earlier. They didn't really bother too much with like, following things on from the first one in any they didn't they weren't paying too much attention to be like any sort of character detail or anything they were just yeah. like ah, these guys are back there's a whole lot of yeah. weird subplots happening with um with ben the the main guy in it 
that don't yeah. really make sense from who from what I've read about him in the first movie. Go on. Well, there's a subplot in this, and it like culminates at the end with them like getting Johnny gets it too, where Ben is like wants American citizenship or whatever. Yeah. But apparently in the first movie, Ben says that all his family are from California and his parents were originally from Philadelphia. And also he works for a US military government thing, which he couldn't really do if he was just, if he wasn't like he's a high powered he is an American citizen in the first movie. Well hold on, he could be lying about it to work there. To work for the yeah sure but he's still but he's, he's he not working for the I don't think he's working actually for the American government he's working for a company that sells stuff to the American to like the American military okay but like he, the, he still does say his family are from California that's he's, what I mean maybe he's lying because he's trying to you know illegal aliens for example yeah also maybe but also his last name is different in the first movie okay that is a bit strange yeah. yeah. So did you, did you again maybe maybe he was using his now he's using his real name because now he wants to get American citizenship legitimately what was before he lied about it ah. no it's not that they didn't think no about they just it weren't thinking about it really. <laughs> yeah um, I, I there was some weird things with Johnny um, when he's in the bookshop and like he's reading all the books and police are coming to chase him because there's a fucking crazy robot all over the city. <laughs> and like he, like the guys with him say, look, Johnny, they want to take your books. We got to go. And he goes, oh no, it's dangerous. And then like 20 minutes later, cops approach him again. And he knows what cops are. He has no problem with cops. Uh, yeah. He speaks to them exclusively almost in like cop references. Yeah, like which is another thing Johnny does in this. Yeah, yeah. So he knows what police are. Yeah, Johnny referenced everything. He, he didn't. He's movie quotes and all this kind of stuff. But he Except didn't he know didn't what. Were. But now he does know what they are. But but yeah. he didn't before. But now he does. Yeah. But then he didn't. But now he does. Yeah. And he gets arrested. He yeah he does yeah yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, I, it's weird. This movie has like a whole bunch of. St- like little strange nods, like the church scene where it's like, because it, it, the whole talk is like, is Johnny alive? Does he have a soul or is he just a computer glitch? And Johnny suffers with this a lot because he wants to be with people. He wants to be a person. He wants to be alive out there, but he knows people judge him by his looks, no matter how much he's trying to integrate himself in society by using cultural sort of sentences and quotes. He's not seen as such. Uh, so he goes to the church and, you know, he goes to the priest and asks, you know, do I have a soul? And the priest can't see him. It's, it's, that, it's that same gag where the priest talks to someone who's clearly not a parishioner. And, you know, the priest scares him out. And then apparently there's some pr- trouble with the church. And that shows up in the newspaper later on, was it? Uh, more women control in the church. Catholic women vie for more power or something. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, a... yeah. Which is, yeah. Um, and then we kind of also get Johnny, I guess, sacrificing himself to save the day. Like there's some weird sort of, and he rose again from the dead and now he's like shining golden golden god figure by the end of the movie. Jesus weird... was a robot. I mean, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Exactly it makes, what it makes meant. perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You see, the Bible is actually a parable of Johnny Five. 
not the other way around. Yeah, sure, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. Okay, cool. Um I suppose we could talk about some of the references. Uh when Johnny kind of gets battered up and he's being put back together in Radio Shack, which by the way, really old place. Like we we looked into it. It's like a hundred years old. This year is the hundredth <laughs> anniversary of Radio Shack, which also, which is roughly ra- also, when... <laughs> also Radio Shack still exists, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, founded in nineteen twenty one. Yeah. Roughly when AM and FM radio became the norm and people started getting radios. Like, yeah, they were straight in on the ground it's floor. It's a weird one. They were just like, oh, this yeah. fucking radio thing, this is happening. I'm putting everything they didn't I even fucking, <laughs> every penny I have, some man, probably, I wonder what was his name, Mr. Shack or Shackleton or something. He just went, Radio yeah. Shack. Or Radio, it's actually cool this. and fancy and popular. You know what isn't cool and f- or fancy or popular? Shacks. Yeah. It's it's actually the guy we see in the um, movie uh, who owns the Radio Shack. It's actually the original man from 100 years ago. He just never ages. Mr. Shack. He, just, he can't. Yep. Yeah, Mr. Shack. That's his yeah. name, Mr. Yeah. Shack. Shaquille, Shaquille. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shaquille, he's Shaquille. And just another fucking thing of, you know, blackface in this movie. There you go. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> is Mr. Radio Shaquille Shack. O'Neal. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Anyway, let's not go down that alley. Which was, by the way, in an alley, just to segue into that. Which, by the way, Johnny Five was a segue at one stage. And I was very happy with my pun when we said we segued into that scene. And I just want people to know I was very, very proud of myself. Owen can attest to this. It was, it was a big thing for you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, congratulations, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But thank you. He's actually been very genuine here. Um, but anyway, in the Radio Shack, uh, you know, um, he's been put back together um, with the help from Fred. And there's a few references here. He he gets a mohawk, which is a reference to Taxi Driver from 1987. Or I guess the Joker movie, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, I'm not. I'm not into that kind of thing at all. <laughs> no, it's a Taxi Driver reference, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that is a text uh, reference as well, but it's also a commando reference with, um, so um, Oscar says at one stage, all right, let's party, which is a nod uh, to the gear up scene in commando uh, where Ar- Arnie kind of like gears up and gets ready to do battle with the enemy. And he says, come on, Bennett, let's party. So it's a little bit like, there's a lot of movie reference. Obviously, like when Johnny gets damaged, only one of his eyes is still intact. Those, let's be fair, whatever we want, you want to say about this movie, the expressions on Johnny Five were really well done. The puppetry. The, I, sure, I can't fault the, the men, the numerous multiple people who operated the Johnny Five robots. Puppets, Do you want to know something interesting? Whatever they were. So I can't fault them. I, yeah. I, I couldn't find how many heads they had in this movie. But in the original movie, they had five different heads for Johnny to use for different expressions in it, which is like it, it's cool because we were talking about like the prop itself. Like, um, they probably had one or two full props, some semi props, and then props that can kind of just throw around the place. Um, I think that's relatively how they did that, probably. Mm, yeah, I'd imagine they spent yeah. most of their money on the Johnny Five. Yeah. Props, props. But but you know what? We can say what we want. If this movie came out today, it would have been done mostly CG. 
It would have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it would have been better CG? Or do you think... If it was done, like, right now this year? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You think so? I don't know. If they... Maybe if they updated his design. I don't know. I kind of like it because it looked like technology at the time to build something like this. I don't know, man. He's he's pretty fucking ugly. Is he uglier than E.T., though? I don't know. No, absolutely not. Uh, Probably not, but he doesn't look good. (laughs) I was thinking, um, you know the LED mouth he has, where the light just comes out. Do you yes. think that's from Knight Rider? Is that the idea like, for that? Oh, the idea—that's <laughs> the specific. Yeah, yeah. They, re- no, they re- he's made of Knight Rider bits. Yes, they reuse the front of his kit. Kits, yeah. his kit. Kits, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just took his front off yeah. and reused it for Johnny yeah. Five. Uh, is there? Is it referencing Knight Rider? Yeah. Yeah. I, when did I don't know when Knight Rider aired? To be honest, I'm not. Um, yeah. I imagine it's, it could probably been because LED started coming in popular with sh- showing like music, um, you know, like you know about sound design, <laughs> the sound wavy design. things with the LEDs that go up and down. You know those what waveforms? There we go. That sounds like a thing. You mean oh, you mean yeah. like on like a stereo system from yeah, the, 80s, the old ones that the... like it, it shoots up like yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So it's probably from that. Maybe that's probably the core idea from the first place. Yeah, it could have been. You know. Knight Rider began airing on TV in 1982. So, yeah. I mean, that's probably likely then, yeah. Look, by the end of the movie, Johnny Five is turned into this Mad Max robot. He stops Oscar after Oscar tricked him in stealing the diamonds. There's a boat scene. There's a boat scene. It's the 80s and we got it's, a boat it's scene. It's the late 80s, baby. We got to have a boat yeah. chase to end our movie. Let's fucking go. That's a question, actually. If anyone knows, why were boat scenes so popular in the 80s? Was it like, were they becoming affordable? Were they becoming a thing? Like, what's the deal? I like, honestly I really want to think know. the 80s was when, like, the average man could finally own a speedboat. Yeah. Like, a proper it, speedboats were, like, super popular. People, like, had a, this fascination with, like, what's your life, your dream? Oh, I want to own a speedboat. I'm going to buy a speedboat. Just that's my thing now. I have a speedboat. I don't know. Well, but yeah. I guess also they were as action set pieces go. They were probably relatively cheap to film, in terms of how cool you could make it look at times. Like you could flames, f- you could blow them up, and you could flip a boat and do all these kind of crazy stunts with it. And you're on water in a fucking river or in the ocean. You don't have to close off streets or like shut down a part yeah. of the city or anything. You're just out in the also water. Also, props. You can literally make a scale off the boat and do whatever the fuck you want with it yeah, as well. Like, yeah, you can. You yeah. know, mm. yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. Johnny saves the day. Um, then I think we skip ahead a few weeks, and now Johnny is gold plated. Um, I guess the bank paid for that. Um, <laughs> like know. someone paid for that. I, g- I guess maybe uh, Ben, because Ben and your man are rich at the end of the movie, because they set up a company that exclusively makes Johnny Five toys. Here's the thing, though. Like, surely, like, I know that like, the military company that made them in the first place uh, was shut down by the end. But, like, I feel like they still have, like, copyright to the look of them. Like, I I, just... I feel like Johnny Five is still U.S. government property. He probably is, yeah, um, I, I but think... he's not. 
because he's now a proper citizen of the United States yeah, of America. They just put him in which, prison and he no longer has any rights. Which is allowed a slavery under the Constitution. Yeah. Correct. There you go. <laughs> yes. You're back where you belong, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, he, he, he becomes a, um, a citizen um, along with his uh, pal and... That's pretty much the end of the movie. Um, we'll go on to the next section. Now, Owen, I know you've loved this movie. Oh. And this task now to choose oh. your favorite, like your Jesus moment, just, just a shocking moment to you. Like, what is it for you? Um... I can't remember the movie. You can't remember the movie all, can you? Most of it. Look, yeah. I'll be honest. All right. I'll be completely honest. I have no idea. <laughs> My Jesus moment, it's honestly because it was, it's, it's 10 minutes into the movie, just as we, it was starting, and I was just beginning to think, all right, you know, maybe I'll enjoy this. Maybe I won't. Let's see. Let's see where it goes. Dan dropped the nugget about the casting thing that we discussed up top on me and I yeah. kind of stopped paying attention. I just yeah. was like, well, I don't want to watch this now. I couldn't stop thinking about it for until like the last 20 minutes or so of the movie. I finally got it yeah. out of my head and just went, okay, no, I, I can't. I'm actually watching this now. So I guess it's yeah. that. I just couldn't watch it. I was just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I it was, is very it much was, a Jason moment. It, it was is. all I could think about for the whole movie, for most of the film was how I like, I was like, this is not, I'm not okay with this. I don't really want to watch this now. Yeah. So I, I really... think, I think like, just to talk on that point, I kind of had a similar moment, but like, you have to understand for me, like I've watched this movie so many times growing up and I never realized, and I'm here, listen to me folks. I am not saying, hey, the brown face was really good. I'm not saying that, but it was definitely like a reality shift for me. Went, Jesus. All right. Okay. That's kind of fucked. And it is. It's completely fucked. Yeah. Um, for my Jesus moments, um, I think it's really when, um, like, he's beaten in the streets. Like, he's bleeding. Like, there's that one stage where he gets hit with a crowbar. And the splash of the battery asset, which happens to be red, splashes on the guy's shirt. Like, and they have like this really like sad operatic music over it. It's just like throughout the most of the movie, it's just like Johnny going bah, 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 and going around the city and like yeah, he, he meets gangs and they kind of spray paint him, but like he's having a good time and he's having like nice friends, but then he's just like his basically his eye socket is broken, he's holding himself up. He has to rebuild himself. He knows he's dying. Like, and he goes on like a last moment vengeful quest to stop the person who's basically ordered, like killed him. Like, like, this is a kid's movie. And they just went, yeah, fuck it. We'll go this way. Yeah. He didn't die though. Very close though. He had to be defibrillated. It's sad that he didn't die. I agree with you on that point. I don't know why you hate Johnny that much. He's I really don't. And he's ugly. And he's a mascot he's, character. He's no, not look, ugly. I get it. All right, okay. I suppose it's like fucking when they killed Optimus Prime in the Transformers movie for people who Which... liked Optimus Prime. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I've not. Okay. <laughs> 
Ash Ketchum is probably the closest one we had what? to movie. If Ash Ketchum, if they'd killed Ash Ketchum in the Pokemon movie, that first one. <laughs> well, Jesus, they, well, man. they did turn him to stone briefly for a, a quick second. Yeah, he did die, but he got brought back, I he guess. to Pokemon Heaven. Imagine they actually did that, though. Imagine they went like, yeah, we're going to kill him off in this movie. And then continue the anime with someone else. <laughs> Just Brock. Yeah, just Brock, who's a much Brock, better character, to be character. fair. He just adds yeah. drinking to his lewdness. Ludidity? What? Pervertishness. He's a fucking pervert, yeah. Let's just say yeah. straight out, okay? Much <laughs> yeah. like E.T. E.T. is not a pervert. He's a pervert. fucking Jesus. pervert, man. Look at him. He wears a trench coat. <laughs> ah, yeah. I, okay, sure. Look, let's go on to our last section here. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. I don't think there'll be a much of a shock when I ask Owen. Owen, what did you think of the movie? I, I, um, I mean, look, I'll give you my honest answer is I don't know. Uh, I didn't really watch it. I'm, I'm not on board with watching it, really. I just couldn't get over the casting thing. It just, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea if 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 things had been different and it was without that and it was just a movie. Maybe I wouldn't, I would have been, would have liked parts of it, but I just, I just couldn't, yeah. I just couldn't get past it. And I've, I will never, never watch the first one. Which is the movie we're watching next week. No. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I'll just make it clear. Like, I was not aware that this was a part of the casting. Like, Owen and I discovered it, this at the same moment. I literally Googled and went, because I Googled it. I wonder what he's up to these days. And I checked and went, wait a second. That's not, that's not cool. Um, Reviewing it as a movie I watched as a kid, I'll be honest, um, there's no real plot. And the plot that's there is paper thin. It's mostly about seeing Johnny. And I'll be real, Johnny's definitely a character for kids. He is not a character for an adult to get invested in um, until they become extremely dark and action-based for some reason. Um, I honestly, I didn't enjoy it uh, okay. this time around. Okay, look, I'll put the other shit aside for a second, right? As a movie, from the bits of where I was paying attention, there's too much plot. There's too many, there's too many weird little things happening. There's too much of like, just from one second, it's, well, it's Johnny Five and he's just having some shenanigans and then suddenly you're there, wait, uh, hang on, there's people stealing some diamonds. Oh no, wait, hang on. They're building robots. Oh, no, hang on. We're in the toy store from that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's trying to steal the little toy for his kid at Christmas. Oh, no, hang on. We're in a library. It, there was just all this weird fucking jingly crap going on. And I don't... I don't know. I, w- I don't I think even if I... It was, it was just like... It's just like... I, I Yeah. I, I honestly think it was more of a way to showcase Johnny. Like the entire movie, everything in it was just say, hey, look, this is Johnny. Isn't he funny when he does weird stuff? Because uh, like you mentioned, these things as plots, but they're, they're barely plot. Oh, they're, they're, all, super... they're, they're all subplots. 
Yeah, but they're not. There isn't they don't have any depth whatsoever. There's not. That's what I mean. There's not really a yeah. proper like one continuous. They're kind of. It's the toy thing, but also it's yeah. not. Because all of them are like, thing, okay, yeah. this is the plot, but it's only important for the next 10 minutes, and then we're going to go back to the other thing, and then we're going to yeah. move on, and now Johnny has a mohawk. Woohoo! And it's just yeah. like... Was there Johnny Five yeah. toys? Like the ones in the movies? That, like, I, 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 that was before my time, to be honest. I, I can't tell you. If they like, zipped around yeah. like the ones in the movies. If they didn't, <laughs> then that's yeah. incredibly flawed yeah. business practice. All I'd say is, I, I understand why I liked as a kid, but I also understand why this movie didn't get the best numbers and didn't get the best reviews. It's a movie that well and truly is aged in the most ugliest ways. I think it's fair to say. You know, you know the only scene that hasn't aged? Go on. Is when they play Holding Out for a Hero. Over yeah. the end bit. You know why yeah. it hasn't aged? Because the song hasn't aged. And the song was the only good thing about that. The song, yeah. you could put that put that song over anything and it will trick your brain into thinking, this is good. I like, you know, this is exciting. I like this. Do you know, actually, one of the evaluations of this movie that we haven't even mentioned is uh, the romantic plot. And oh, I don't think we should bother, like, really, because no, it was not worth. Was barely it's, there. It's not a thing. It's, yeah, <laughs> Johnny Five helps him flirt with like digital displays, and sometimes there's balloons in the way. And yeah, they do. They try to like do a Cyrano thing with Johnny. Yeah. For some reason, Ben turns to a robot who knows nothing about anything to help him woo yeah. a human woman. Anyway, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> I mean, it works at first. It's just when everything gets in the way, you know. But yeah, um, that's our. Uh, movie for today uh, look it's tainted to be honest now um, so out of any opinion I'd have on the movie has kind of been broken I like Johnny Five himself um, <clears throat> as a concept as like a prop put together but everything else is kind of not worth it I half agree okay you <laughs> yeah I know it's half you agree but anyway but yeah um what movie are you watching next week? Oh, God, I sure hope a movie that doesn't have any weird casting choices in it. We're watching a movie that uh, has been a blind spot for me for a long time because I have never seen it and I always felt like I should have because it's quite popular in... I mean, not like... Not like super big, important movie or anything, but it's quite popular and we're watching The Devil Wears Prada. A chick flick, isn't it? Is it considered a chick flick? It's probably considered a chick flick. Yeah, it's about fashion and yeah. stuff, right? I... Yeah, which is um, not really only for chicks. I'm doing quotation marks here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's what we'll watch uh, next week and we'll review. Uh, folks, uh, any opinions on um, Short Circuit 2 or um, Devil Wears Prada? Let us know. Um, like and subscribe on any platform you're listening to us on, uh, share us. That'd be really great. We'd love to grow a bit more, have a more of an audience. And it's that's it for me, Daniel. And also me. Owen. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's my <laughs> Yes. Astrolope.